Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, Daddy Hip Hop audio review, The Hoodies, Incommunicado. Um, this is the first time. So hold on, let me, hold on, hold on. I was going to go, I was about to go right into the thing. Let me give y'all a little bit of background. Um, I don't have much background because these guys are, I guess, relatively underground and up and coming. Um, very, the, very, yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, so The Hoodies are a hip hop group from Ellenville, New York. And consists of two brothers, E-Class, which is the older brother, and then Young Papa, the younger brother. Mm. Um, I think I think that's very apparent um, on Meal Ticket that dude can spit, but he sounds young as hell. Yeah. He sounds dumb young. And obviously, he references it on this project a couple of times. He's 14 years old. What? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. The younger brother's 14. So on Meal Ticket, that first track... He intros it, and then 99 Sean Carter is a solo track by the older brother, and then on the, the rest of the project, they kind of go back and forth. Yeah, so okay. he, yeah, he's 14 years old. So the way, the way I came up with this Please one Please explain. Yes. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. So, like, this isn't even their, their latest project. They dropped two projects this year. This is the first of the two. The other one is called Where Should We Land?, and the only reason why I didn't do that is because, like, we always kind of do, especially if we're introduced to a new artist, we always do, like, their latest one. Mm. So I wanted to just go back just a little bit. You mm. know what I'm saying? So the, so the beginning of the year, they dropped this joint. But um, somebody that I follow on Instagram um, posted on their IG story of the hoodies freestyling. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? And I was blown away. So... I was like, their name can't be The Hoodies. And when I looked it up, I'm like, okay, it is The Hoodies. I'm not sure about that name, but all right, let me just <laughs> dive into the music. And I was like, okay, well, these niggas can spit. And, that, and that's, that's a goddamn understatement. If the youngest brother is 14 years old and he's already at this level of, of spitter, bruh, like, I, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I really like this project. And I like the other one, too. So if y'all haven't listened to that other one, Go listen to that joint. But what, what was your thoughts on it, Ken? Man, I ain't gonna lie. When I when that first track started, mm-hmm. Meal Ticket, mm-hmm. and I heard that high pitched voice come in, mm-hmm. I was like, man, what the fuck, FIFO got me listening to? <laughs> That's the first thing that went through my head. Uh-huh. And then it kept going on. I'm like, okay, all right. Uh-huh. That's not bad. After it got past him, mm-hmm. then the other, I guess the other brother came in. Yep. But what really sold me was fucking 99 Sean, Sean Carter. Carter. Yep. I was like, oh shit, now, now we getting somewhere. Because it was such a difference between the younger brother and the older brother. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, man, okay, maybe this is a compilation until, uh, until I realized like, no, that this it's is actually group. them. It's actually the yep. group, the hoodies. And, um, and I got to say, I did enjoy listening to, to this album. Right. And the, the youngest. So did his, like, are some of these older songs? Because it seemed like, his voice got a little bit more deeper on some of the other ones. So, so I, what, what I'm thinking is 
like maybe one or two of these songs were recorded a lot earlier. Okay. And then some of them later. And then, you know, when you're in that team, like between 12 and 16, from one day to the next, your voice can change. Like you can grow three inches. Like, you know, so I, I just think he's in a state of actually growing up because when you listen to where, where should we land? His voice is deeper than what it is here. And this yeah. project was released this year as well. So he's, he's just growing. And I, and I think his voice, you know, I would say probably within the next two, maybe maybe next two years, it'll finally settle in. Because this is it was was when it came noticeably back to me because um, I heard that voice again. And I was like, oh, well, is that Jimmy Kendricks? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, maybe they forgot to put featuring Jimmy Kendricks on Mill Ticket. Mm-hmm. But then I, I was like, well, maybe it actually is him. But the thing I like about what I thought was interesting with them outside of their rapping is the beat selection? Yes, because yes. some of the some of the the samples that they use were recognizable, one hundred percent. But then they found a way to kind of flip, flip it, it to make yep. it make it not to where they were leaning on that one hundred percent. So yeah. So the first one that came to me was "We the Ones" because mm-hmm. that that sample was used by Logic in almost the same exact way. The beat was completely different because it was bouncy. But mm-hmm. the but the sample is so slow and airy and so melodic that it's like that juxtaposition works so well. And then how they how they were on the bouncy of of the beat, like the way they were flowing on it, it's like it didn't even make you think of the sample. The sample was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I 100 agree with that assessment that they didn't necessarily lean on the samples to help push the dopeness of the track. They pushed the dopeness of the track. Right. The sample was just there. Yeah, like on next episode. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I could mm-hmm. just look at the title and I'm like, yeah, I remember that. They sampled, you know, yep. the Dr. Dre joint. Yep. Yep. So, but but again, they they switched it up to where, you know, it, it kind of took the emphasis off the sample. Then it, mm-hmm. it made you listen, listen to what to they them. were saying. Yep. So, yeah. So, but man, 99 Sean Carter, that shit was dope. We the Ones was dope. Marlo and Chris. So this was mm-hmm. definitely, and, and even this is it, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like, I don't know. I mean, they they are again. I'm I'm use this term again, like neo boom bap, mm-hmm. like neo '90s or whatever we want to call it. We can figure out the exact wording of it later, but they're like this new age modern, like uh, old school rap style with a new school feel to it. Where it doesn't sound completely like like remember when Joey Badass came on the scene yep, and he was damn near like a carbon copy of of that old style, yep. which old heads like me immediately gravitated to and appreciated, um, and even some of the younger generation. Mm-hmm. But it dated him. Mm-hmm. I think what and maybe man, that's that's actually an interesting um, kind of thought to see if there's a through line from 1999 to where we are now with some of these young cats too. But um, but nevertheless. Like now, I feel like they're doing that, but they're doing it in a way that makes it seem like it's twenty twenty, mm-hmm. um, and and I can appreciate that. And um, and I, I mean, I would imagine for people that's kind of new to the scene, like they pulled you in with their rapping ability. Mm-hmm. We know people like this type of rap. Um, I think people would also like them as well. So you're kind of putting them on. So once again, they kind of like on the radar. Yep, yep. No, I agree. Um, and their chemistry. You know, sometimes you there is an impromptu group collaboration or, you know, sometimes you just have groups that, at least in my opinion, the chemistry isn't always there. Sometimes it feels forced. You can you can kind of tell that they're brothers, just how they play off of each other. It's just, it's, it's so flawless, you know. Um, and you can kind of tell that 
their rap styles are similar, but they're different enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm really interested in a younger brother um, when he finally finds his voice um, and how he c- just continues to grow as an artist. You know, because I think the older brother, I'm not I'm not sure how old he is, but, you know, I feel like at this point where he is in rap, he's just he's sharpening his steel where the younger brother is still creating the sword. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how they continue to grow and evolve together as a group. Um, I think they're dope. Um, but if you look at all of their projects, they're relatively the same formula. Eight, 10 tracks, 30 minutes. Um, and they dropped quite a few projects. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I You're just started yep. doing some Googling. Uh, they were on Shade 4 or 5, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing him now, man. I don't, it like, is like looking at him, like, he's, he's a, he's a kid. Yeah, he's a kid, kid. But you know what? Like, again, like, when, when, when I was growing up, you know, 20 some years ago, like, they were young like this, but mm-hmm. they could fucking rap. rap just and, like this. And, yep. and I think it's dope as I think through this in real time. The the idea of a guy this young actually fucking rapping in the in, in the type of rap that I like to hear mm-hmm. that I grew up listening to instead of this melodic mm-hmm. kind of trappy easy to do type stuff like I've always wondered like where where is that because it existed in the past it has to exist now yeah so you know to see it kind of go back to that at least with this guy and who knows like maybe he can inspire some other kids to fucking rap rap you know what i'm saying so um but yeah it's it's interesting uh it's gonna be an interesting watch to see what happens we'll be back after this quick break hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And, and you know the the other thing too about his rap style that that I like is that he's not necessarily rapping about grown man stuff, but he's not rapping about kid stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel that oftentimes kid rappers have a tough transition becoming a man in hip hop. Bow Wow, you mm-hmm. know, or Shad Moss, however he wants to be uh, referred to nowadays. But like his transition wasn't easy, there, and there's countless others. But he can transition. Mm-hmm. He can transition because he's not talking that little, you know, I love you, girl. This that mm-hmm. puppy love type. Nah, fuck yep, all none that. None of that kitty shit. It's none of that kitty yep. shit. But it, it, at the same time, like I said, it's not grown man shit either because mm-hmm. he doesn't have that perspective. But the rapping ability is is above his years. So it, it's dope, man. I, I I think it's an interesting thing. I love the fact that they are legit brothers. Um, you know, and and, and just the family and hip hop now. You know, like we're starting to see a lot more of that starting to come, you know, and be successful. So I think that that's really dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, I rock with it. Yeah. I I definitely go back and check out some of the other stuff. 
like at first I was like, yeah, I don't know if Ken's gonna like it, but it's like if you like rap, there's like this may not be like your favorite or maybe even your cup of tea, but you can't deny that these motherfuckers can spit. Yeah, no, the the, the I think you know after my first listen, you know I was like, okay, the raw talent is there. Mm-hmm. That was my first assessment of it, and then I listened to it a few more times. I'm like, okay, I, you know, obviously the samples stuck out, and I rock with those, and then just their style and their approach. Um, you add in the extra element that the like this motherfucker's 14, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, created a little bit more there. So, um, so definitely, I I did enjoy the listen. I didn't think it was whack. Like I said, it was the first time I heard this kid come on rapping. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but you know what? Like that was it was because you don't expect that. No, you don't at you don't. all. Like I, I I mean I mean it's absolutely no disrespect, but. I was like, okay, some other female like rapper was rapping because his voice was so high pitched. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, like a uh, uh, young Ma Ma or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, even though her, her voice is a little bit uh, heavier, but mm-hmm. kind of put me in the vein of, of that. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like a feature or something. And then, but then ninety nine Sean Carter came on, like, okay, well, now we now we rolling, and the song just kind of flowed and flowed and flowed, and it kind of smoothed itself out. Yeah. And I'm like. All right, this this is this is nice. This is nice. I don't I don't I don't hate this. I actually like what I'm listening to. So I I do have a question about a lyric because I don't know how it made me feel. Mm. So on four brothers, um, the older brother. Hold on, let me look, let me look up his name. I don't want to keep just saying. I think it's E class. I think they're yeah, E class and Young Papa. Yeah, E class. The young one. So when E class says. You know, I'm riding with the top down or something like Nipsey, but then he has, says another line that you're not gonna Nipsey me, and I was just like, how do I feel about that? Like, and I still, I, I still because I get it, I get it, but it's like, is it too soon? Is that that reference disrespectful? And should somebody check him on that? I don't think it was disrespectful. Um, uh, it's been about what a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some months. I know that people are still sensitive, mm-hmm. and they could take offense to that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially out west, because we've mm-hmm. seen rappers trip over over Six less. Nine. Yeah, so uh, so it's possible. But I think if you're in rap, you kind of understand the line a little bit, and kind of like that's kind of part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did stick out to me. You know when mm-hmm. you hear, I think anytime I hear Nipsey's name, mm-hmm. like it's gonna it's gonna stand out, like Nip Nipsey mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Um, because of what happened. But um, but adding the part where you're not gonna Nipsey me, I could see could be, I could see how people could take offense to that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. are very close to him. Um, but it's also, um, I think maybe I can help him out a little bit. It's like. <laughs> You know him, him trying to use that moment to kind of empower and embolden himself to always be on the lookout, yeah, um, and to be aware of his surroundings and to make sure that that you know maybe that was one of the lessons that he, you know, unfortunately learned from Nipsey's passing and that he's going to apply that to his life. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, and also on that track, there is one of the uh, features. Huh, let me see. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Ty Money or uh, Burl Dollar, but he sounds like um, 
What's that? What's that trio from New York? Um, the Underachievers. Oh, okay, yeah. He sounds like one of those dudes. No, 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 not not the Underachievers. What's the other? One? We we Fla- just reviewed Flatbush Zombies. Flatbush Zombies. Yeah. You know the one with the real heavy voice. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, I thought that's who that was. Hmm. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't remember him all that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, like his bars were very, uh, very light on that four brothers. Mm, okay, but the, but just the tone of voice—that's who I thought it was. Yeah, I, I honestly don't remember any of their verses. But, yeah. So, what were some of your favorite tracks on this joint, Ken? Uh, Ninety Nine, Sean Carter, mm-hmm. We the Ones, uh, Next Episode, and This Is It. Okay, for me, give me Ninety Nine, Sean Carter. Give me We the Ones. Give me Marlo and Chris. Mm, um, next episode. Give me next yeah. episode. But yeah, no nah, man, the hoodies, man, like I, they're on my radar now. Like after I saw that freestyle and I listened to a couple of their projects, I was like, okay, these motherfuckers. They again, just like kind of like Ito. I don't know how big that they can get, mm-hmm. but I definitely think that they can, like they can make it. Like like because I think that the skill set is there and I don't think that they're gonna dumb it down but at the same time like the the track um this is it it, it perks up my ear like okay they can go over accessible shit mm-hmm. like they can make radio friendly music but not have to compromise the integrity of their lyricism at the same time so I think that they have and then the story of them being legit brothers like I think that that helps the narrative to push them forward so I definitely could see them blowing up in the fact that they've already been on Shade for 5 and they're starting to get, you know, they'll, they'll, these freestyle opportunities. I'm pretty sure that at some point they'll get out there out west with the L.A. Leakers and Just Incredible and Sour Milk, and they're going to have another freestyle. And I think that that train and that snowball mm-hmm. at some point will become big. When and how, I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. Trust me, because I'd be a millionaire right now, and I'm not a millionaire. However, I will put money on them to actually blow up. Yeah, I think what they – really have working for them is the marketability of the fact that the, the younger brother, yep, and their brothers and one is young. Right now is 14. Like, that's a story within itself. Yep. So, yeah, that definitely helps. And the fact that, you know, he can rap. He can rap. So, he yeah, rap. so that, that adds rap. another uh, layer to it. So, yeah, so I think, I think the they review, got a shot. The Hoodies, Incommunicado, Port Your Boys by making sure you're subscribed to the Dead End Podcast Network. We got other shows, including this one, um, but that it it's a wrap. It's your boy FIFO, your boy KBNG. We out. Peace.